0: Welcome, Wentzville Fire Friends. I'm Fire Chief John Schneider.
1: I'm Assistant Chief John Ledoux.
0: And welcome to another edition of Hot Topics, where we bring you the latest and greatest area updates. And today we have uh, an area engineer for MoDOT for the St. Charles County area, Andy Turek. Andy, welcome. Howdy, guys. Thanks for having me. Yeah, we're excited. This is going to be fun discussion. I know everyone's been wanting to talk to Andy and and get get what's going on through Western St. Charles County, especially. Oh yeah. So we'll get right after it. Um, we've had a great relationship over the years. I know you and John uh, have participated in groups and in, in the Vision program in St. Charles County. Can you elaborate why it's it's crucial and beneficial to the the residents and the and the businesses in our area that we collaborate on a regular basis?
2: You know, this area engineer position was created, I think, back in the early to mid-90s, and I think when our relationships weren't as good with a lot of local agencies and planning folks and stuff like that. So um, they really – they did kind of – a MoDAD did kind of an about-face about 30 years ago and really wanted to focus – it seemed like we weren't really hearing a lot from the community. Maybe maybe the agency was just kind of doing her own thing and being like, "Hey, here's what we're gonna do." Now mm-hmm. we try to be a lot more collaborative and listen. You know, because we we hear from the public, we try to be responsive to the public. So, I working guess with guys like you, guys yeah. and gals of the other agencies, you know, it just really making those relationships has been really. So nice because John will call me like, "Hey, what about this guard cable thing? You know, so, or whatever, something specific." You, f- you feel like you can, yeah. something. yeah, yeah. You yeah. feel like you can reach out, and that's what I'm here for. Is just, I'm I'm really a, a master of none, you know? Sure, whatever, whatever that phrase I guess, goes.
0: I guess uh, I guess like the public engagement engagement sessions that you've you all have been having. That's part of that whole objective is to to bring those ideas forward from the public.
2: Yeah, right, exactly. That's what we expect of ourselves now at at, the, at this point. So. You wouldn't be. You'd be surprised how many times I just call back a customer, and they're like, "I'm just surprised you called me back." And even when they're mad, you know, like they sure. have, it's not good news, or I can't give them what they want. But they're like, "I just appreciate the call back."
1: So, so when when you're interacting with with community, what percentage or so, or how, how does it work? Is it is it mainly you're dealing with uh, large uh, businesses, commercial work, or is it more through the muni's? Um, what, what what's that look like when you're trying to take input from the from the residents and the people in the county? That's a good question.
2: You know, one good thing about my job is every day is totally different. So, um, it could be something blowing up with the public or, or or something like that. But I deal, I guess, more so on the local agency side, the city of it's X like Y Unis Z and, and St. Yeah. Charles County, because St. Charles County is very focused on transportation. I don't think that's a secret. With you know the half cent economic sales tax, stuff, you know, yeah. they they realize the the economic benefit and the and the safety benefit, and they realize. Modot's uh, funding scenario we've been in, you know, for the last 15, 20 years, we've really been in like a maintenance mode, and sure. uh, we're we're Could. always playing catch up to the growth. And uh, you know, the growth is all great. The the right. rooftops going up, but it doesn't really it hasn't really done much to help out. You know, the, the user fees because Modot's really just gas tax and uh, uh, registration fees. So, but so they they've helped out a lot. So I don't. You may have another question about.
1: Well, I would, I just had a follow you spurred on something else. I was thinking about it was just. Something I learned from you, from being together in some of these committees and things we were, was how the funding thing comes together. Like, I don't think most people really understand how that works. You know, when you're splitting it with the city or the county, joint funding. You know, like, how, how does that? Just talk a little bit about how that. That's. I know it's probably different for every project. It is, I was just going right? to say that. Yeah. yeah. So.
2: Yeah. It's not a. It's not a. uh Interesting subject to, to a lot, and I never would have <laughs> known this either. So it's it, it can be kind of complicated, but. I guess, as far as specifically to those kind of cost share projects um, with the local agency, you know, the, the St. Charles County or the city of St. Charles or St. Peter's or Wentzville or Lake St. Louis or whatever. Um, yeah, so MODOT, you know, we had a really lean couple of years, oh, about 10 years ago, where we basically shut down the cost share program. And, um, and then, so the cost share program came back and ultimately it provides up to 50% funding towards towards a project and so each project's different we have to kind of they get ranked and you know based on their merit, and what other projects they are up against basically statewide so as you can imagine i've i probably have the most in the entire state just in this county right, over yeah. the last you know five years so like we have with the the committee will cost share committee will meet like a couple times a year and there for a while i'd have like two to three each time. It, yeah. it's, it's great It's great for the county. It's exhausting for, for us a little bit well, sometimes, on, on, but you, it's great. You
0: mentioned ranking. Um, I assume, like, the volume of traffic weighs into that.
2: Yeah, what all those of, things.
0: What types of things?
2: Yeah, just for the caliber of those types of projects. So most of, I'll say, if I can distinguish, um, most of the projects that come up on MoDOT's five-year plan are STIP Statewide Transportation Improvement Program, you know, we have to be doing those planning so far out in advance because we have this enormous system. We have this, sure. this seventh largest system in the United States. Oh, now, wow. How far? How far out are
0: you talking? Three, five, seven years?
2: So we have a five-year. So we have a five-year funded plan that we're actually committed to the public, and okay. that's where um, that that we have this the stip. And so the first three years were like ninety to one hundred percent program. So we're basically saying. We, we're, our financial people are anticipating this much money. We're using up all these money on this overlay, this bridge replacement, this box culvert. And then the last two years, we usually leave about 50% for like, you still want to program it out too, because things change over, over right. the course of a couple of years. And just in this last two years, last 18 months with inflation and the way the bids have been coming back, we've eaten up all of our 50%. Oh, and those, bet, those yeah. last two out eat, we'll call them out years of years, four and five of our current step. They're already full. We've already had to push projects back, and because our our project awards, you guys are probably suffering the same thing. You guys probably have contracts you're letting out. The same oh, for thing. Sure. Everybody's kind of going through it. But St. Louis, in, gen- in specifically, I don't know.
0: We're yeah, we we've, we've noticed that with some down. of our our partners in the fire service have struggled to get their buildings out of the ground. Uh, specifically, I know next door to us to the south is New Melly. Uh, some some of those places have had to scale. Down their buildings just because of the cost of everything coming in.
2: Look really at what out. happened to the, the high school. You know they, yeah. you know they go all over, all over the news. They hit it right during COVID, and yeah. uh, the, the bills went up. And you know the product supply, uh, material supplies, and yeah. stuff like that. Supply yeah. demand. Yeah. Or supply or demand. Yeah. 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 yeah,
0: yeah. That's that's all interesting uh, information, and and I'm sure you're dealing with it as much as everyone else, especially when you look at the infrastructure costs, the concrete, the labor. Uh, it, it all weighs in. Um, talk about the tools that your office uses to communicate to the masses. I know uh, we spoke briefly before we sat down about the website and what information is there. Can you, can you talk about how you communicate out to folks and where you would want to direct them if they were looking for more information on the, the hot projects that are current right now, getting ready to start, or in the progress of, of starting?
2: Yeah, sure. So, uh monot.org is that's that's our site that's always going. You know, it's back to the kind of public engagement thing. You asked about 5 years. So, not only that, um the 5 year funded thing, we also have other, you know, unfunded we also have a, a list of, you know, a really kind of a what's it? Not a guest list, but a like uh, a, start a wish list, it, yeah. a wish list. So, we have yeah. we started a couple of years ago um called the unfunded needs list and so that would every every so often whenever you know the state would contemplate whether there needed to be more uh, increased transportation investment you know everyone would go, what's the project list what's the project list and that's really challenging to do you know and like and this legislator wants this and this person you know this business wants this so ultimately what we did was we we'd follow like a, a known planning process so i didn't know about this until i really got in this position but the metropolitan area of st louis we have this metropolitan planning organization so we MODOT doesn't get to make decisions completely in a vacuum so ultimately anything that's involving federal projects so the project you see out there almost all of them anything on the highway is going to be federally involved. So most of that is 80% federal and then state 20% match. If the, I don't know if this is interesting or not. But oh. ultimately, we have to take this to the Metropolitan Planning Organization. And they, they're they kind of made up of local leaders. And they they're kind of help set the priorities. So if, if, if MODOT's completely out on our own, you know, like, I, I don't know if I really agree with that type of thing. So they also have a long-range plan that goes out like 20 years that they do like every 4 or 5 years and that kind of thing. So in all those things along the way, we we try to elicit comments from the public. Hey, are we on the right track here and that, that kind of thing so um, so if
0: someone um, was really interested in this and really wanted to give their input there's various channels that they can
2: yeah get yeah that to and, you we, and we and we anytime we're asking for those comments and it, I, there's so many projects it probably gets a little overwhelming as a customer we call them customers <laughs> they are sure. customers uh we are constantly asking for, for feedback and that kind of thing so uh but yeah Anytime that we have, like, those kinds of open public comment periods, the, the, the five-year stip comes up, like, every June. We'll be like, hey, give me your comments and um – and, uh, but you know, for an entire state of whatever, 6 million people, you think there'd be tons of comments. Sometimes there's not, sometimes there is, you know, so, sure. um, and the same thing with the underfunded needs. So, list,
1: but. so on the, on the webpage, is there, is there a, I know there's a the comment stuff and all that, but is there like a timeline? Like, Hey, you can expect to see this project maybe start in this time and, and we'd finish it up at this point. Is it, is I, I, I've seen, like i feel a lot of questions like that. Like, what right. are they going to do this? I'm like, well, I don't really know, but yeah. There's just
2: so many projects. And as an agency, we try to be, like, very state. Like, everything is moda. This, you know, of course, on the website, we have a St. Louis section. right? And, and then there's even a St. Charles. So it, I guess someone really specifically wants information on projects there. We keep several project websites that try to answer questions there. And then help, you know, our information, contact information is always there, that kind of thing. So there's just so many projects that... It would be. It's like a full time drive, Even just trying to put everything on on right. a keeping so, current. So ultimately, what ultimately what is that kind of tracking thing? Is our stip that that so that five year stip? And there's actually now that I'm thinking about this, there's actually a live stip map like our interactive. That's the word gotcha. I'm looking for. So um, that's kind of nice. You could isolate by year, by county, and it has like a little tag of what there what's there and what year it's funded in that kind of thing. So that might be. That might be beneficial. Um, but then as far as, like, in the short term, mo- our St. Charles page always has, like, this um, construction map. And, like, you can notice it's two-sided just because there's so many projects going on between us and other local agencies that are doing projects on the state system.
1: That
0: That's great info and great resource. We'll definitely put that out to our folks. And I know our firefighters are continuously uh, taking a look at your maps and your closures and your lane adjustments through Construction zones are a big, big issue for our frontline personnel. Uh, Let's talk about what everyone's talking about, the S-curve and the funding that just recently got approved for Highway 70. Um, We've heard so much around our district and the western end of the county about the economic impact and how straightening this out is going to help so much. We also know the lake traffic effect. We start seeing in the summertime – Used to be Friday afternoon at 11, and now it seems like Thursday afternoon is. Oh, I, mean, is, no, is I believe Folks it. starting to get out of town earlier and earlier. But talk about the S curve, the the timing that you think, the length of time you think from start to finish, what that looks like, what what kind of closures we we can expect. I know uh, as personally living off of Highway Z, my neighbors are are talking about it already, and we have some Z improvements coming our way too. Um, Touch on those things. You ask a, a
2: timely question, John. So, um, <laughs> and this has been, you know, you know, I mentioned how Mona had been kind of in maintenance mode for a long time, and you know, that curve—that's something that everybody's been wanting for a long time. And then, as long once, as I remember, really, once, um, once the region kind of put it on their radar, that's when we were like, hey, um, you know, we, we've had this. This I-70, we did, so we did an I-70 study. I don't know how far I to go here, but about 15, 20 years ago, we did kind of a grand plan of I-70, um, and I'll call it a Cadillac plan. It was a, called the EIS, Environmental Impact Statement, ultimately. And it was a huge document. It went all the way across the state. And so ultimately, back in, like, 2018, we're like, okay, let's get something we can at least build You know, and these were massive projects that we had no no way of funding. So what we did as a team is isolate just the curve, right? Just the bottleneck, and start. We had to start somewhere because we. The truth is that railroad bridge that is just kind of the linchpin, but it's not the whole thing. It's not the whole kit and caboodle, right? Right. So we had to start somewhere. Like we need some scope. We need an estimate. So we studied it. We figured out. Okay, we're going to go under. We're going to go off to the side. We're, we're going to have to work. We're going to have to bite the bullet, buy the railroad a new – they were there first. We're going to have to buy, build a new bridge. You know, the bridge is 82 years old. To them, they'll be like, oh, that's brand new. You know, right. So they're not going to participate. <laughs> so well, right. it is what There's it is. There's no depreciation right. there. <laughs> yeah, right. right, exactly.
0: It's so, okay. like a roof, right? Well, you, you mentioned about the sections. You know, I, I'm looking at your stats off the website – is fascinating to me, and it's probably something everyone of our listeners will go, yeah, no kidding. We know that is if you look at these chunks in the in the average daily traffic counts, our section from Wentzville to Warrenton is nearly double of each of the others. Oh, I'm sure. I yeah. mean, that is just and just specifically in that curve is probably right.
2: N- I'm gonna guess 90,000, You know, yeah, it shows over eighty thousand cars a day. Two, so two
1: interstates into one. Right, yeah. Two so lane. we've been
2: so the so our team has been once we kind of had a scope and estimate, we put it in that stip. Right. So what really, honestly, helped get that funded is the governor. The so Governor Parsons' has been really focused on transportation and his and his. Um, Regime, whatever. Priority. Yeah, exactly. And so, by funding other like other bridges in the state, it freed up some money in our stip. So it, it freed up some money from that unfunded needs list. So that project was the top one on the unfunded needs list. So that moved right into moved right into the funded. And uh, so we've been working on the design the last couple of years, uh, developing the plan with with the railroad. We have those plans approved. So we have that project ready to advertise here and get ready. In November, so then, record scratch. What happened this? <laughs> what happens this spring? Right? You, know, you need a sound effects guy, right? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you can inject it later. <laughs> uh, what happened this spring with again Governor Parson saying, "Hey, eight hundred something million for sections at Wentzville, Columbia, and and St. Louis." So right. the legis- what the legislature do? Like, okay, they work with Modot. They came up with this two point eight billion, and the, let's do six lanes across Hold the entire line. state. Yep. So this is all good problems they have, right? But more money, you know, it's just more more things to uh, integrate and work out. So, sure. ultimately, um, it is very likely that that project, instead of being advertised in November, will probably get folded into a much larger project between, like, Warrenton and the big interchange, which we haven't talked about, the 40 61, 70 interchange. So, that thing, we are also been working on preliminary engineering on that, but it's not all the way funded. It's about two-thirds of the way funded so it's got like 80 i would say like 88 million dollars which sounds like a lot of money probably still needs 40 million
0: okay and so 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 that
2: statewide project if we can say okay we'll let you fold this thing in if you completely fund my big interchange here so that's how i see you know there's things moving fast this i-70 statewide team is that's a whole separate team that they're trying to develop everything. And they're trying to move fast to deliver results right. for the, the customers and the, the legislators and the governor. So we're trying to make some quick, quick action here. And they're talking about some massive projects, you know, but just, just in this Eastern section, what does it have? 400 to $500 million. And, and that would roll in basically the the curve project and the, the big interchange project. So their, so their tentative t- schedule right now is next fall having hopefully being ready for that entire piece okay. from the big interchange to so instead warranty, of
1: piece and, projects you would be get under one reach. contractor gotcha. so that
2: you don't have this you don't have this one nugget of a project going on inside to have contractors competing over lane drops and like you have electric lane yep. close here and phasing the whole thing together that so yeah it, it it worked out it you know, it seems like an excuse, but ultimately we want to make sure that changes, any changes that happen to the bridge is at Z or. Um, They're systematic. Like we don't want to. Yeah, we don't want yeah. to make something. And then, you know, the public's paying to rip something out. I mean, what that's, you're, that's, what
1: that's, you're really saying is you don't want to be Illinois. You want to have your lanes open all the way across the state.
2: <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> and this, and I, I, I want to say, so you, call, you want to say, you said straight out the curve. So. I need. To, I'm trying to rebrand it. It's not the curve project. There is still going to be a curve there. Sure. So, because the curve is actually not deficient, it's just everything else that goes with that curve. Sure. It's the, need some space. The, the horizontal, the vertical, yeah. the amount of traffic, the amount of lanes. So it will flatten the curve out a little bit, but it's going to be dramatically different. Uh, I mean, just the the, bri- the bridge is going to be over it's twice. It's a slight as long. curve. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's still being asked because you have to connect point A to point B, right? Sure, so right. we did explore. <laughs> cutting out that, but you would take it out. We'd be wiping out businesses and, yeah, it's tight. and a, new, it's tight. a new apartment complex. Yeah. So it's just, it's not even yeah. feasible. So it's tight in there. Um, so it'll still be a curve, but I'm trying to brand it as the bottleneck. There's so, so many bottlenecks. So I'm sure
0: that is a huge focus. I know uh, our County executive and some of the other civic leaders have spoke on the economic impact. You know, we have general motors right there. We have a lot of logistical Uh, suppliers that come in and out of there in the trucks and so there's a lot going on Um, so so I know there's a lot of people that are excited to see that happen but if you could quickly touch on you know route n 364 highway z we spoke on um, the arterial um, lettered highways that support uh, 70 and 64 touch on what what's around the corner for those upgrades and what you're looking at doing there
2: well let me so sticking so let me start from the forty, sixty-one, seventy interchange so another several projects that did get funded with the recent still recent to me um bump in the gas tax uh the user fees from gotcha. 2021 um so a couple projects that got funded that we i we're probably not going to get funded for a long time because of our other funding situation was six laning i-64 from k to 70 gotcha. obviously that doesn't make sense to do unless you get the the big interchange right. done, but right, but it could all play together because that's that stuff all backs up and it's you know over capacity. So that is also funded, that's funded for um fiscal our fiscal 26, which actually starts in July of 25. So there's that project that I know people are gonna be excited about. And another big one that I have a lot of passion about, and I hear a lot of passion about, speaking of guard cables on 61, uh, safety improvements. And mobility improvements to the the kind of the north half of 61 corridor. So, you guys know we did like kind of the southern half of 61, St. Charles County, yep. from like Flint Hill down to 70. You know, we put in a grade separated interchange, closed up, made all the crossover, closed the crossovers, right. made them right in, right out. So, you know, as that area begins is is. Just building out crazy in the north half, and then Lincoln County, just so much traffic, and you know the the average speed. You know the speed limit yeah. is sixty. I think the 60, average, 85. the eighty fifth percentile is <laughs> yeah is is seventy is seventy five. Yeah. So um, yeah, continue to see a lot of people uh, exceeding the speed limit, and you know. Um, distracted driving all that kind of stuff but to on their on their behalf the the, those crossovers were never designed for that kind of thing so yeah they're not they're not great so that's what we're going to be focusing on is that we have a project funded again for fiscal 27 2027 so right now we're kicking off a safety and a traffic and safety operations study basically kind of we, we need we want to get the best look at this we're going to be reaching out to the public getting out all the, all the ideas and, like, what do we hear? I think I know what I'm going to hear because I've, I've heard it <laughs> for several years, but right. we want to make sure. So, um, But I ultimately expect some kind of interchange improvement there. And, and, again, very similar, closing some crossovers, maybe connecting some pieces of outer roads and stuff. So um, it, that's just technically a partial. So the other thing that's, this study will help us do is not only the scope but the estimate. Like, what – in today's dollars, how far will this, you know, 30-something million get us? You know, because mm-hmm. um, the southern half, we did relatively well. And and that project wouldn't have happened without the city of Wentzville and St. Charles County. So, that was a cost share. So, MoDOT paid 50% of the f- right. funds, and then the, the Wentzville put in 25%, and the county put in for 25%. So. Very good. So, um, so, speaking of the county, you mentioned you asked about Ride-In, so um round end that's been a big focus of the county and it's not that it's not been a focus of ours it's just that you know as all those subdivisions again these road these rural roads were never designed i mean they probably were never really designed in the first place they were just old right. roads yeah. that became oil then became asphalt and now they got 18 20,000 cars a day on them and people mm-hmm. are like hey yeah. so um so the county um again back when we were Really in maintenance mode, we're not even allowed. We don't even really allow ourselves to study something if we don't have the ability to fund something in the next five years. So the county actually paid for the the study that we did for a couple a couple of years ago to kind of establish that corridor. So along, so basically from between Z and I sixty four Route N will stay on relatively on the corridor it's on, and then west of Z it kind of swings down to yep. Buckner, which is yep. uh, currently a county road. So but all that does is really invite, it clears the corridor and establishes it. So now what we're in is preliminary engineering. So still there's no construction funded, but we need to know what is the actual roadway details going to look like, you know, cause all the gas stations, the subdivisions, they all want to be as close as possible right, to highway end, sure. you know? So, <laughs> uh, so we're trying to establish where, you know, where are those four lanes going to be? Is there going to be a Raise median. How wide's the median going to be? And how you know, there's going to be a right turn lane, left turn lane. What's the access going to be? And uh, so, these are all the questions that everyone's will be able to answer. So that's going to take. I'm going to guess eighteen months or so. To because it's a pretty long project. Sure. Several. It'll be several projects that yeah. Yeah. will be kind of probably parcelled out, if you will. So, um, so that's getting started for really. I'll just say this fall because we're going through kind of negotiations with the. Um, consultant right now but they got a good team so uh
1: what else did you mention so the the last one i can think about is is the whole highway t Mm, with the new packing plant going in out there i hear a lot of people ask us yeah that's a big how is that going to handle all that traffic
2: yeah, that's a great. That's I have a lot of the same questions, John. Uh, so that one. Kinda, <laughs> I don't know
1: why they think I'm an expert at traffic. Yeah, <laughs> right.
2: <laughs> just because you, you're a, you drive it every day, right? So that interchange, obviously, um, I'll say just say struggling for you just with the, the amount of trucks and the and right. the, the, the turning movements, the, the geometry. You know, it could it could be better, um, and what we had again in our maintenance mode, we had a project coming up to basically just um, do some deck rehab to it and get like another 15, 20 years out of our useful life. Cause that's what we've, you know, we're told by the public, it, keep the stuff going as long as you can, it, you know? So we had a relatively low cost project on the step. And in the meantime, what happens? I I got, kind of, I got kind of blindsided by the AFG plant. It happened in Warren County, and the, me and the county and Amanda at the county were like, mm, all these things are going, all these trucks are going to come through St. Charles right. and already crowded interchange. So, sure, they we collectively started focusing on um, trying to kind of study and see what kind of improvements could be done there. Again, no funding. Just what 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 do we think would work here? And at the almost the same time last fall. MoDOT statewide started dusting off that EIS that I mentioned from 15, 20 years ago. So we've got seven sections of this EIS and we're in the Eastern section of that. So there they've been, we've been reevaluating this and then that just dovetails into, you know, the state of the state where they go into parts talk, talking about this section. So it, it actually all worked out timely. It's just a lot. It's just kind of a really aggressive schedule. So, um, the answer to your question is I don't know, and I want <laughs> I want to be able to answer. But ultimately, the the goals of the project I remember them all off the top of my head, but I know the number one goal really was basically put forward by the legislatures get six lanes across the state. I, d- we don't know for sure right now, because it'll likely be, I mean, these, this Eastern project and probably the Columbia project will be design build. And you guys are probably familiar with design build, yeah. but for those that aren't um, you know, ultimately we, so instead of giving the contractor a design um, we basically take proposals from qualified um, teams. So we need at least two teams and they basically basically, uh, develop their proposals and confidentiality, try and get the most bang for
0: right.
2: um, the, the, the taxpayer. So uh, what we're expecting is, you know, this prior prioritization of goals is, you know, get six lanes across the state. The next one is, this is even on my sheet that I gave you, but it's probably like update the system, you know, the, the payment and the bridges and that kind of thing. So, and I don't remember the prioritization, but ultimately with design build is you, you won't get everything you want but you'll oh, you'll always get something that you didn't think you were going to get or something right. like that. So I'm hoping that several interchanges. That's how they maybe will set themselves apart is uh, re- replacing and improving some interchanges. In the meantime, that is something that Modot, St. Louis, and the, and St. Charles County. We are looking at some of these conceptuals that we're honing for this EIS of reevaluation. So there is a scenario where we come up with a, a cost share project. And say, okay, here's so much towards the bigger project right. if you build this or something better or equivalent. You know, so you ask a very timely question. So um, <laughs> no, I don't know how to answer right now, but um, no,
0: that's, that's there's a lot, lot of great moving great parts. Insight. That's a lot of great insight. That about does it for our time, Andy. I know we could talk for hours, but I think it's important that we uh, give our listeners that website one more time. If you could shout that out and and uh, I think there's also a way for people to sign up for updates. Is that correct?
2: Yeah, I believe so. Of course, I can get them through my email. But so yeah, www.modot.org. Also, if people you know you have concerns or something like that or a question, you can always there's someone in our Modot to answer questions 24 seven. So one okay. eight uh, eight ask Modot. There will somebody will always be there to answer sure questions them. or at least take your Information down, um, or even on the front page, you can. If you don't want to talk to a person at the very bottom of the page, there's something that says, like, report a concern or something like that. So, right. say you see some fence down or whatever it is. So, if it's awesome. something timely, if it's something like, something's on fire or the lights are flashing, we'd prefer you call or something sure. like that. But what we, we need all the eyes and ears out there as we can, is, Absolutely. Is just oh, like you guys can. So.
0: Yeah, that's great. And uh, Andy Turk, the area engineer for St. Charles County in MoDOT, thank you so much, sir. We appreciate your time. As we move into our safety message for today's Hot Topics podcast session, we'd like to remind all of our friends of the Wentzville Fire District, uh, as we move into fall and cooler temperatures, it's getting dark earlier, the trunk treats, the Halloween events. Uh, light the way with battery-operated flashlights. Avoid real candles. Use LED alternatives. Choose flame-resistant costumes. Add reflective elements to costumes. Supervise those kids closely at the various events. Also know it's a good point to know how to use a fire extinguisher correctly, educate fire safety, and practice those drills. Stay safe, Wentzville Fire friends, and enjoy your Halloween. Wentzville Fire, because we care. See you next time.